Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. So we find ourselves in a weird situation here, I think all around. Um, and I, I just wanted to say, like, the Faith of Sisters, we've thought about different things that we could choose to talk about. And we've decided we don't want to talk about fear and staying in fear and all of that. Instead, we want to talk about what it's like to walk out in faith. And um, just a little piece on that. I was talking with Uncle Burshi. He was from... Uh, is my Omi's brother, and um, he taught. He went through the war in Germany, and I was just really aware that we have people in our society who know what it's like to walk out of something like this. I said, "Wow, what was it like for you to come out of a bomb shelter?" And he said, "Well, first off, you walk. You look where you step. You walk slowly, and you keep your eyes open." I'm like, you know what? That is really good advice. It's a good picture of what it's going to be like for us mm-hmm. as we walk through this together. Um, so we made a decision that we wanted to look at Hebrews 11 and go through the chapter of faith. Other people who've walked in faith and we can get a picture of what they did and how that impacted their lives. Um, today, we're going to probably just talk about you know, faith and the introduction to this whole chapter. And then we're going to be moving through and just talking about all the different stories. So, um, Terry, do you want to maybe read like the Hebrews one, just to three, one to three? Yep. Excuse me. Um, Out of the NIV. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, said that what is seen is not made out of what was visible. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. I, I, um, when I was first a Christian and everything, I, people would talk about this part of Scripture. I didn't understand it. I just really didn't get it, but... I love, I love it now that we are sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And that's Jesus and that's God and the plan that um, he has for us. And um, I don't know, I just, I just think it's really awesome that being a person of faith, it's okay to question God, you know, what are you doing? Where, where are you leading me and all this? But at the bottom for myself, at the bottom of any questions that I have, I just have faith that what God says is, and I don't have to worry about certain things because he's got it mm-hmm. and I believe it. So it's true. <laughs> well, I like those first four words as a definition. Now faith is confidence. So I looked it up. Of course, I always start everything with a word study. So the definition for faith is complete trust or confidence in something or someone. It's loyalty. So I think that that confidence is a huge part of, um, of what we need to have as far as our faith is concerned. Are we confident that God has things under control or not? Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up with a 
a saying that the opposite of fear is faith. And you cannot be in faith and in fear at the same time. You're either in one or the other. And I think that that's true. Either I have confidence in God, I have faith in him, or I'm afraid. And if I'm afraid, I don't have confidence that he's got stuff under control. And I don't have um, confidence that everything's going to be okay, that he has my best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. I looked up some um, definitions in different places of faith as well. <clears throat> and I liked a couple of them. Uh, faith is a connecting power into the spiritual realm which links us to God and makes him become a tangible reality to the sense perceptions of a person. Mm. I had to read it over a couple of times, but uh, faith is a connecting power between us and God. And then there was one that said, uh, faith is the ascent of the mind, excuse me, to the truth of divine revelation. I like that. So it's not just... um, willy-nilly faith oh you know there's it's fleeting or whatever but my mind also embraces it embraces mm-hmm. the relationship with God and um the the belief in a divine revelation from the word and one of the things I loved in this study was the reality that for all of these people that we studied none of them were perfect Mm-hmm. None of them were perfect people. They didn't obey the laws perfectly. In fact, mm-hmm. there were some pretty um, pretty bad things that all of them did. Mm-hmm. And yet that wasn't tied to their, their being people of faith. Faith was what they believed. It wasn't always just what they did. Now, we know the word says if you have faith without works, then your faith is dead. But they had faith even when their works didn't always measure up to that faith. And God still counted that faith as righteousness and made them right with him because of the way they believed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think that that's always a good reminder for us. Um, You know, you don't have to be perfect to come to God, to ask for his help, to look for him to be your redeemer. Um, You can come just the way you are. I, I just was noticing as you guys were talking you know, you were talking about if, if you believe it and the definitions you were giving, you either believe it, it's truth, connect, it's 100%, you know, 99.9%. You either do or you don't, right? And that's in the words, like you, you either believe, it's either true or it isn't. You're either connected or you aren't. You're the believer, you don't, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so that's, that's a piece of this. It's like this um, solid, solid foundation. It has to be solid. It can't be wavery, wavy. It can't be iffy, nothing like that. Faith is based on something that's very solid and very true. Mm-hmm. Your connection with God is very true. Um, and the part like faith without works is dead. Um, I went through Hebrews 11 and it was very cool. Because they, through the entire thing, it's like, by faith, we understand. By faith, Abel did this. By faith, like consistently over and over. And I was like, well, okay, so what's the verb there? And I started writing just the verbs out. And it was like confidence, hope, assurance, understand, brought, taken, built, condemned, obeyed, made his home, lived in tents. I mean, it just goes on and on. Conquered kingdoms, administered justice, gained what was promised. 
shut the mouths of lions. Mm -hmm. These are all actions, right? So it's like that faith um, was even, it's like the faith was there first and then they moved out. So faith does need to be connected with an action, a stepping out, Mm -hmm. right? Faith in itself is there and it's okay. And it, it can stand on its own. But it also is always connected with an action of some kind. Mm-hmm. It seems to be. In I wrote um, one of the commentaries said, believing something is true and then committing our lives to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's another, it's the committing. You know, I believe it, but I got to commit my life. So it's an action. Yeah. 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 And well, Rosemary, you talked a little bit in the beginning before we started the podcast about who this book was written to. The right. book of Hebrews and and why why were the Hebrews addressed in this way about faith? Um, so when when we say the Hebrews, what they were is is they were Christians, people who had been of Jewish faith, and they had been converted to Christianity, and they were wanting to go back to their traditional ways. They were wanting to go back to the law, and it was get, becoming hard. They were under a lot of persecution at the time. Um, like socially, they were not connected into the community. They couldn't, you know, their whole life was maybe going to the temple and being part of that community. And they were outcasts now. They weren't part of that community. They were part mm-hmm. of the Christian community. So it's really difficult for them. And a lot of them were wanting to, um, they were considering going back. And so this letter was written to them going, this isn't about law. Like you were saying too, Angie, this is about faith. And, and this particular portion of Hebrews um, the first part of Hebrews they talk about the um, that Christ is it he is enough he is complete he is he is the answer and that you can build your faith upon him right and then this next part goes now because look at these guys look what they did right and another big part of that was that um and this is goes into the verses 13 through 16 is that all these people who are still living by faith when they died, they did not receive things that were promised. They only saw and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on this earth. Um, it just goes on. It's like, they never saw what God promised them by faith. They kept moving towards those by faith. They said, no, I know who you are, God. And I know you're someone I can believe. And they kept moving moving towards that. So this is to the, the, the Hebrews. Um, yeah. And just for a little bit of context, we're talking about Hebrews 11 specifically here is what we're going to talk about. And we're going to break out, um, Hebrews 11 for many, many, many episodes here. (laughs) And Hebrews 11 is frequently called the, um, hall of faith. And um, it's because it talks about by faith, so-and-so did so-and-so, or by faith, um, A happened to B, you know. Um, And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Abraham. We're going to talk about Noah. We're going to talk about all of these people who are listed in Hebrews 11 here. And we're going to talk about their faith. And then we're going to talk about the action that went along with that faith and what that looked like in their specific circumstance to live in that faith that is mentioned Mm -hmm. here in Hebrews 11. Right. So just so if you're not familiar with it, um, that's kind of what it is. And that's how we will be looking at that in the future. 
Yeah, we're just taking that one chapter of Hebrews out. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But when you are studying it, um, please read the whole book of Hebrews because it's it's a great book. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you'll have some context too, as to what's going beforehand, why these words are so important. Like Rosemary was just talking about how these, this group of people wanted to go back to what was comfortable. And then what happens after they've been admonished and given this exam, these great examples of living in faith. So, yep. yeah, it's kind of funny that um, Hebrews 12, I think is the discipline, you know, how discipline is good. Like, oh, I memorized that chapter when I was um, walking the marathon. Oh, marathon. wow. Yeah. It wasn't hard to memorize. It was just all about what I was doing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But apparently I needed to learn about discipline at that point. Oh, come <laughs> on. Yeah. It's a good thing. So. I think this is always a good reminder um, for us to to focus on faith a little bit. It's really easy, just like the Hebrews here, just like these Jewish Christians wanted to go back. It's nice to have a benchmark. So when we obey the law, we get a little pat on the back. I, you know, I did that. We can check off the box, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's a little bit of human nature to like that, those guideposts. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think even for us, sometimes it's really easy to get caught up in um, kind of measuring where we are in our relationship with God. Um, and I think it's really good. It's a good reminder to look at these people. They were walking by faith and they never even saw the end of what God had promised to them. I mean, we've, we're living on the after side of that. Jesus has already come mm-hmm. and forgiven us for our sins and redeemed us and made us his own. Um, we're walking with the Holy Spirit in us. They did not have the Holy Spirit in them. Mm-hmm. Well, now these people did um, because this is New Testament. But the old-timey ones, this hall of faith, they didn't. These people were way before Jesus. So well, on, um, the Spirit of the Lord would come upon them for mm-hmm. a time. They didn't, you know, Jesus, after Jesus came, the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us in all us. the time. But these um, Old Testament, the Holy Spirit came upon them for a certain amount of time to um, a certain task or a certain message that needed to go out. And then the Spirit was withdrawn. Mm-hmm. So, And it so, would go according to the will of God? Yeah. So once it was done, it would be withdrawn. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the part that feels so different is I, I know in my spirit it confirms something that's right for me. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that. They had to trust and by faith mm-hmm. choose to follow this one person who was leading them, whether it be Moses or any, you know, anybody that we're talking about here, Gideon, they, they had to step out on faith without that confirmation of the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And that feels so scary to me. That feels hard, mm-hmm. you know, but even as we look at like the time that we're going through right now, we have to step out in faith. We have to start walking. We have to walk by our, by the spirit as we walk by the spirit and we step out and we need to trust and we're trusting God or we're not. And so that's why this chapter just feels so applicable to what's going on for a lot of us right now. Well, I, don't, trust. I don't think you're saying not to take precautions, not to wear no. a mask, not no. to wear gloves. 
I mean, we still want to use the wisdom God gave us. We have some natural wisdom. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's like, it's like we're coming out of that bomb shelter, you know, and it's like, look, keep your eyes open. Look where you're walking, Mm -hmm. you know, different things like that. And now as I'm looking back with Uncle Bushy, it's like, it's really helpful to have someone go before me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of getting why Hebrews 11 just was kind of plopped in here. I was like, why is it in here? You know, what's going on? But it's like, Rosemary, you know what? You weren't the first Christian that needed to know about discipline. You weren't the first Christian that needed to know about this. You weren't, you know what I mean? You're not the first. There's a whole lot of people back there. There's a whole lot of people back there and you get to look at them and they can, sh- they can help lead the way that way. So. It was a pretty fun chapter. We were realizing we were getting lost in the story, so maybe you'll get to get lost with us as <laughs> we're talking about it because they're so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is kind of an overview of what it is that we're going to be looking at and how we're going to break down um, Hebrews 11 and why we're looking at Hebrews 11. Um, and we are excited to dig in with you. Um, and we invite you to just... Tune in as we dissect um, Hebrews 11 going forward for the next, I think we broke it down for seven or eight weeks. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. All right. Um, I'd like to pray for us. Great. That is good with that. Perfect. Father, we come before you in the most precious name of Jesus. And Lord, we are so grateful that by faith we're saved that you made a way for all of us to be your children. We are so very, very thankful, Father, that we can live by faith now, that we don't have to just obey a set of rules and regulations, but that we can have a relationship with you based on the faith that you have given us and that we have. We thank you, Father, that you have given every one of us a measure of faith. And we thank you that with that faith, we can believe and be made right with you. So, Father, thank you for this time together. Lord, we're very excited to study this chapter in Hebrews, to learn more about um, those people who have walked in faith with you. It's always good for us to kind of have a, a, a flesh and blood example so that we can see how other people did it and to know that they got through and we'll get through mm-hmm. um, because our confidence is in you. So, Lord, thank you for this time, and we ask your blessing on each and every one, Father, um, that's listening today, and we thank you in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>